Once upon a time in the projects, yo. I damn near had to wreck a hoe. I knocked on the door. Boom. All right. I know that was a quick boom. Big, that was a quick boom. I don't mean to boom you that fast. I don't ever want my booms to feel rushed, but honestly, I got class in like an hour and I'm here to crank this out because I care more about you than me. That's a fact. I'm a selfless, I'm a selfless lover when it comes to podcasting or any sort of audio entertainment. I will take care of you before I take care of me. Okay. Also, I have to like make a bagel. I got a lot of shit to do, but Anyway, I'm here to give you a little part of the podcast. This is going to be a double installment, a dual installment, a dual, an in dual. I don't know. I always try to mix words that look like they could be mixed and I just fucked up. But anyway, it's going to be two parts, this podcast. The first one's going to be me rambling, as you can see right now, incoherently, almost just took a dab, big dab, because it's like, oh yeah, I'm in a rush. But every time you're in a rush, there's always time to like smoke a bowl or smoke a little weed. I mean, that's just a fact. That's like the best thing about weed is it makes you just slow down. You're like, hey, man. Hey, man, like, it doesn't matter, man. Oh, you're five minutes late, whatever. If you're already late, like, why not just be late? Just commit to lateness, you know? You never really commit to anything. What's wrong with you anyway? Yeah, why are you such a recluse? Why do you like weed so much? Yeah, and then you go down a dark tunnel in your brain because you're too high, and then you start thinking about all the negatives about yourself. See, every drug, every drug has its ups and downs, you know? Nothing's perfect. You know, everything in moderation. Anyway, that's all the cliches I have on that particular subject, but... This episode is mainly going to be about Jerry fucking Springer because I can't go to Jerry Springer live and not talk about it incessantly. So I'm going to get to that because I want to do an interview with my buddy Paul, who is, you know, he's been on the podcast more than anybody, I would reckon. Actually, I would guarantee because he's been on like two or three episodes. And um, I don't know, I got to get more people on the podcast for sure. I'm sure you guys don't just want to hear me. I don't just want to hear me. I hate, that's the first thing when you first start like listening to yourself and editing anything with your voice. It's like, oh my God, should I just, why did, why am I doing this? Why did I even think this would be a good idea? But I've had like two people tell me they like my voice, which is really nice. I've said it before. I have a radio face, so I need the voice. I need the voice. I wish it was a little deeper, to be honest. But alas, you know, you get what you get. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. I didn't understand what that fucking saying meant until like literally last week in my art class this kid said he was like well he had this paper that because we're printing on paper i have to go to that class soon anyway um so you know funny that i brought it up look at that segue an unintentional segue that worked look at that look at that look at me maybe i am in the right place after all so this kid had this paper that was all fucked up um because it's exposed to light, and that'll make the paper not really work, and it was expired, I think, or something. So it turned out really gray, and he was like, yeah, well, you know, you know the expression, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade, and I was just thinking, like, oh, like, the paper, they're lemons, like, like when something doesn't work, like, when you get a car that just breaks, it's a lemon, like, the expression. I thought it was literally, like, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade, I was like, I'm, like, I just didn't get the expression. I thought it was talking more about actual lemons than the expression lemon for that, so I'm an idiot. Um, but hey, you know what? Boom. College was worth it after all. You know, that hundred plus thousand dollars that I spent, you know, I learned something officially. I've officially learned something, which, you know, that's kind of like the big point. I've been thinking lately. I'm like, oh my God, like, what have I learned? Like, I'm almost done in college. Like, what have I really learned? Like, am I ready to do anything at all? Am I physically capable of, of any task repeatedly every day of the year with two weeks off? And maybe a sick day. Jesus, fuck. I'm not scared because I genuinely don't really give a fuck, but it's a crazy concept. That's for sure. 
it's that's why I just want to take pictures. I just want to fucking take pictures, get pictures taken of me, be goofy, do this. Website's up and running. I hope you've been checking out FreddyDwyer.com. I got Fred's guy flying on the show. I sat on the couch, but it wasn't safe. And then I put my knives on the coffee table. My brother came in, he's in the gang banging, cause he walked up and said, what set you claim? I don't bang, I rock the good rhymes. The whole scenery reminded me of good times. I like the whole Mori, like is it not, you're not the father, like that thing. That fires me up. Yeah, no, honestly. Um, oh, by the way, I'm here with Paul. Say hi. Hi, it's Paul. And then Biz is in the background. Biz, get on the bed. You need to be in the bed if you're going to be on the bed. What do you want, a bedcast? <laughs> yeah, this is a bedcast. Me and Paul and Biz are in my bed right now. Not sexual. No, platonic as fuck. Do you know platonic has to do with, like, the Play-Doh? I don't know why, but it's like comes from, like, Plato, like, Plato, P-L-A-T-O. He probably just didn't fuck with anybody. Like, like sexually. He probably, he probably sexually. didn't fuck with Oh, me. when you first said Play-Doh, I thought you meant like Play-Doh. Yeah, no, that's why I spelled yeah, it. And I was Play-Doh. like, what the fuck are that's you talking I, about? That's why I spelled it. This is totally Play-Doh. See, I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a student. That's why I'm a, a student. I'm a scholar, actually. You're a scholar. That's why. I, you would think of Play-Doh because you're not a scholar. Do you remember? Oh, you know what today is, by the way? What? Friday the 13th. I've been trying Holy so hard to not shit. step on cracks, dude. I feel bad, so bad for my mom. On like a crack, Holy fuck. Your mom's back's probably so screwed, dude. you Wow, my mom, my mom's fucking back is definitely. I only, I like ass cracks. Yeah, my mom's back is fucked up. I've not been cognizant. That's what I'm saying. Like I've been trying Friday. so hard to be nice to her, but like I might. Haven't seen a black her. cat or walked under a ladder. Or I've seen salt. a black cat today. Holy shit, dude! Get away from you. You're like the kiss of death over here. So fucking, we were just talking about Jerry Springer. Biz says he's Maury guy. I like Maury just for the "You Are the Father" thing. I agree yeah, with that. Like that's that's, that's electric because that's a good quick like video. But as far as content itself, it's Jerry Springer has the classic most ratchet. It's of just all yeah, time. it's literally ratchet. It's all fights like they in. Oh, by the way, it's so fake when you see it in person. So fake. It's bad. Like we were hammered and it was so. It's fake. actually crazy too, which is the most annoying part is they don't like actually hit each other when they fight. Oh, it's just like kind of like light slaps. It pisses me off because they could they could have been like really hitting each other. Yeah, dude, the lady whose mom banged her boyfriend. Which was sick. Yeah, like, she kind of fell to the ground, but that was, like, the most exciting part. Did you see that mom get escorted out at the end? No, when she was when she was talking Dude, shit to that kid in the stands. Yeah, there was this was one other kid cat. that was, like, talking, and she was like, you wish you could get this pussy. <laughs> Dude, Legit. Yeah, I know. Or the, uh... It was like, no, he doesn't. No, The best does. statement was the, uh, the little dance move in the Arctic White by Travers. That was sick. That was sick. It was so funny. Dude, the commentary, that's what I put, the Q&A in the commentary was the best part because it was just so, like, it was just pure idiocy. Sneaky, my favorite part was before the show, like, before they, like, started filming, and Jerry would just come up and he would just say, like, anything that was so small but so funny. No, but the thing is, it wasn't funny, and that's the thing, is when someone's, like, powerful or famous, even, this, it's Jerry's fucking Springer. Like, he's probably a yeah, D-list celebrity. Anything they say, you're gonna react to, because you're like, oh my god, like, Jerry Springer. He made and- that comment about the, uh, like, oh yeah, if you want to get, like, tips, up, so you can, like, if you give me tips, I'll, like, put you on camera, because, like... Fuck him. I was like, dude, you make, like, 40 mil. Like, you have, your net worth is so much. I like, was like, fuck you, Jerry Springer. He's like, yeah, if you uh, slip me a 20, your chances of asking a question... But I laughed. Me. I laughed, because it was Jerry Springer. I laughed, but honestly, in my head, I was like, wait, fuck you, dude. I'm a college kid. You just, like, yeah, we didn't pay for shit the whole time. True. Thank you, Caroline. But... I mean, fuck that, dude. I don't have 20 bucks to give you. You're what, rich as fuck. You're wearing was, a suit. Yeah, what 20 dollars to him has got to be chump change. Like, why does that even matter? Why do you need 20 No, but that's how rich people get rich. Is like, 20 dollars isn't chump change. It means a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean? 
It's like yeah, a drive. Think about like you're 20, you take, you have 20 bucks right now and you're about to go to Wendy's and you're going to get two four for fours. That's eight bucks. Probably two of those like chicken sandwiches, like the nineteen chicken sandwiches. You know what I'm talking about? Busy, yeah. Maybe yeah, two JBCs, that, so two relative. small fries, another one on top of that because you know you're a big boy. And then not the McFlurry. What do they have there? They have the Frosties. Frosties which sucks. Which they do suck. And that comes out to about 20 bucks. And he would take that 20 bucks and, and probably invest it. And that 20 bucks tomorrow is now $22.10. And also, and goes up. also the, knowing Jerry Springer, that 20 bucks will probably get him like a prostitute because he was horny as fuck. Fact. He oh, was yeah. like, we came with a bunch, like not a bunch of girls. Our ratio was terrible, actually. If we're horrible. At, it was horrible. embarrassing. It, no, I mean, honestly, what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> but all the chicks who went, you're the cool chicks. Fact. Yeah. All of our, like, what? Over 50% of our chicks was in the front row, too. And well, then, they purposely and that, took yeah. them. And they're like, they're <laughs> like oh, no, us. no, you guys, they're like, you guys come to the front to all the ladies. And so they go there and then we're all there. And then, <laughs> oop, going to bleep out the name. Because that's a last name, too, so that's even worse. Worse. But it's going to be funny to bleep out. So he goes and sits in the front next to the girls, and then literally one of the security guards picks him up by his ear and then grabs his collar and like escorts him just back like to a, the middle. Just like a big black dude, too. Just ripped yeah. him up. Just like a little... <laughs> you gotta get he out took of him here. up like a little puppy. He was like, nah, man. It was just... Was wicked it funny. was hilarious. The security guys were the funniest part. The security... Like, the big one that ran everything... Like the one that was talking to us Love most him. of the time was wicked funny. Yeah, he was a man. When and he, he was talking about the, the beads and t- telling chicks that he wants he wants to see their tits. Yeah, it was so funny. that's the thing. Like the Jerry beads, that's real. Like they actually some yeah. some people do that. I thought we were gonna have more people because our crowd seemed pretty ratchet. There was also actually two chicks up there that were like decently hot. Like oh. the cousin, the blonde cousin yeah. that was there. Well, she was pretty hot. No, yeah, there was like well, I mean like hot Jerry Springer. Well, Jerry Springer hot. Jerry yeah. Springer. But like they all she's like yeah no she was like people, she was so, like a Jerry Springer seven, which is like which is yeah. Real life four. A Jerry Springer seven is like, a, you know what I mean? Like, Ooh, yeah, yikes. Oh, you know. Mm, yeah. Well, come on, baby. You're you're just trying to go slumming on the Jerry Springer show. <sighs> Jerry Springer was one of the best things I've ever done, just spontaneously. He is such a stud, dude. Like he <laughs> just seeing him, rich. I was like mouth open, like oh my god, Jerry. And he made like funny comments. He was like funny. Yeah, he was good. He was definitely. But the good thing shit. is, dude, he would make a funny joke. We'd all laugh, and then the guy would get pissed at us for laughing. And it's like, dude, sorry. Yeah, he wanted us to be so tamed and quiet and shit. It was annoying. Yeah, it was impossible. But hey, I mean, a plus experience, Jerry Springer. If if I could recommend it. To anybody, I would, and I think we should go to like Maury next. I'm in for Maury. I want to go to like, I've been saying this for a long time. Put me on like the Price Is Right. Dude. Oh, dude, get you know me what I mean? and you on Jeopardy, dude. I honestly do well Jeopardy when I'm sitting on the couch. In person, though, I feel like I would be so bad in Jeopardy. Maybe nah. You just gotta like. I think I could do well. I'd make a couple thou, a couple thousand. If I was on the Price Is Right and I got picked to go out there, there's a guarantee, a guarantee that I'm coming out with a car. A boat, ten k. Are you gonna be the guy who like like eight oh one? Did you see that video? Oh, fact, I'm the one guy. You got got to be smart. It's oh, it's genius. Did you see the video of like the three people uh, spinning the wheel and they all landed on the dollar? Yeah, dude, it was the most electric video I've ever seen in my life. Dude, game shows are just they bring out the best and the worst of humanity. Because it's like all people from like different like. Like, on that thing was, like, one black guy, like, one white girl, and, like, one, like, white gay dude. It was perfect. Like, every, basically every, like, different category. Yeah. And they all won the, the 10,000. <laughs> they were all jumping up and down. It was sick. Some of my favorite videos are when people just fall, like, running down the stairs, like, on The Price is Right or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Let's Make a Deal is a great show, too. That is a good show. Getting zonked. I'm a big fan of the, um, that guy, too, that does it. Well, I don't know his name. Wayne Brady. He's good. He's funny. Oh, yeah, he's good. I like him. Yeah. 
I'm definitely like a big fan. We should of just shows. go to see, to see like every major studio TV show now. If we do Family Feud, if we get up, on oh my stage, god, dude, Family. What if we did Family Feud but like College Family Feud and it was like us from UMass and we, we got to dude, do it. I feel like we have the perfect brains for that show because it's all just like simple oh, things. Oh yeah, no, no, I would fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Hey, thanks for coming on. I don't want to keep too much of your time. I know you're a busy guy. Hard guy to get in the fucking podcast. I mean, like, you were supposed to hit me up the other day. Didn't. I didn't say anything. I was pretty busy, too. I'm not just going to blame it totally on you. And then yesterday, fucking, I hit you up like eight times like a desperate fucking girl. Dance, wanting it some was of flag that football hot night. Hot dog you got. Flag football night. That was a tough, that was a tough scene. Flag fucking football night. And then I'm going out right after. I hear you pattying over there. You could have came boozing. on a little bit boozy. I, I could have came on boozy. I could have. Yeah, you ruined it. And now, now you're flat and everyone's going to hate it. I'm just kidding. You did great. You're phenomenal. First of all, I'm not even flat. I'm thick. You're a thick I'm with two thick. C's. Well, I'm, two, I'm two C's. You're low-key thick. Down with the thickness. You know what I mean? Down with the thickness. That's what. I, that's who, That's me. Honestly, thanks for laying down in bed with me and doing this podcast. My hands have been on my nuts the whole time. Like, bed. not directly, but over the pants on the nuts. Mine's under my pants. Not on the nuts, but OTP, like around the, pa- around the leg, the thigh area. Wow. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. All right. Paul Bez, Bedcast. Peace, love, Bez. Bez out. I don't like to feel bad. I'm put in a rut. My young nigga that need to pull his pants up. He fought the set, and then he was going to think it to myself. Won't this bitch bring her ass on? Her mother came in with a joint in her mouth and fired up the sets. It was sets, no doubt. Okay, so you you just heard the interview with Paul in podcast time, but in real time, it's like over a day later than that, and I just came home, uh, had like a two-hour commute, a little over two hours, to Connecticut to shoot a wedding, the wedding of Mike and Ryan. You heard it here. Gay wedding was my first wedding I ever shot, semi-professionally. I shadowed a professional photographer, Marissa um, of Sassy Mouth Photography. Check her out. Google her. She's a legitimate star. She's a she's famous. She's fucking famous. And if you don't believe me, fucking ask her. She'll tell you. Anyway, so I just went and shadowed her, and she's an amazing person, super cool, and gets to do something she loves all the time and professionally. And it's not easy. That's what I learned today. I mean, I already knew it wasn't, but holy shit. Wedding photography is a different ballgame. You are just on your feet the whole day, following people around. You have to keep this attitude up the whole time because usually, as Marissa, this is all kind of advice I kind of found out and also just learned from TJ and Marissa. TJ is Marissa's husband, if you didn't know. If you're living under a rock, fucking jeez Louise, do your homework. Ooh, what was that sound? I didn't like that at all. That was not a fart. I swear I just did something. I hope it wasn't electric. It sounded kind of like a... I don't know. It's electric. Anyway, so I got to follow Marissa around. We got to hang out, fucking talk, chat. She taught me a lot. That's what I was saying is I was like, fuck, I can't remember all this. My stoner brain. Like, no fucking way. That's not sticking. I think a lot of it will, though, because I'm really interested and I want to do photography. But wedding photography is fucking. So it's eight hours. She usually books for like six, but she did eight because she's dope. And, um, I mean, it, it pays well, but it's just, like, your equipment costs so much. Travel. She has to travel. I had to travel two hours. She had to travel two hours. So did TJ. They traveled two hours. Um, so, like, it was just, it's, it's not easy work at all. People need to like you and be genuinely laughing and having a good time. And if they feel awkward in the pictures, then it's just going to come out like that. And it's, it takes magic, honestly. It really takes, like, a little bit of magic. I'm not even, just, I'm not even kidding. It's, like, magic.
you can't just do it. Like nobody could just be like, here we go, everybody look. Like that's the difference between like your parents using an iPhone like vertically to take a picture of like a really large group and like a professional photographer. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, a little bit magic and some just basic skills and knowledge of technology and stuff like that. But you know what I'm saying? little hyperbole for you people. It's a good way to get across the point. I use it frequently. I actually, I frequent hyperbole in my, in my um, talkings, in my speakings, my readings. Yeah. Anyway, big long day for Fred. And I appreciate Marissa. Check out her stuff. Sassy mouth photography. One word. Sassy mouth photo for short. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what she is on Instagram. Sassy mouth photo. Fucking my back hurts, dude. I'm still in this suit, too, and I wore these shoes. I, like, okay, so for the dress code, no idea. Absolutely clueless as to what, what to wear. And I didn't want to be underdressed, for sure. You never want to be underdressed at a wedding. That makes you look like an ass. Especially because I'm trying to be, like, a fucking apprentice right now. You hear that, people outside? Having fun? Not like, no, I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. I'm having fun. They're not having fun. You know what? They're not having fun. They think they're having fun. They're not having fun. I've had this conversation with myself before. <laughs> there was like a little bit of truth in that statement. Is that sad? I don't know. Whatever. I hate myself. You had a bad day. No, just kidding. I'm not sad, Fred, right now. I'm tired, Fred. My voice shows. I can feel my voice dragging like a dog. Feel like a dog. An old dog late at night, you know, rumbling and bumbling after a big supper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can only imagine people like hearing that in their ears and just like the facial reactions. Actually, I can picture just my girlfriend's facial reactions. She hates whenever I do any sort of fucking accent, which I get because she says it's because I'm good at them. So it kind of like it's too real. But I don't know. I think she just I don't know. I think she doesn't like them. No, I'm just kidding. They're too good not to like. I mean, I'm not going to do them. I'm not going to do them here because now if I now I just oh, way oversold it. I've been listening to Miles Davis lately. I'm going to put him in the outro because he's just so smooth. Just all those. Every song kind of sounds the same, but different. I don't mean to say that in a negative way. It's just kind of like the bass lines are the same. That old schooly kind of jazzy fucking stand up bass type sound. And, um, you know, the, the horn play by Miles Davis is just, you know, uh, you know, second to none, second to none. Absolutely riveting. And it is good background music. Like, I like it for, like, you can do anything with it. I like listening to it when I go take pictures. Lame. Um, I like listening to it, like, on the long drive because it's, like, elevator music, but it's not boring. And it just kind of, like, has a little soul to it every now and then. Like, when the horns get all, you know, all quacky and shit. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I'm, see, dude, I have a song for everything. When I'm in a mode like this, it's like I'm on Adderall, but I'm not. Pretty high. But I'm not on Adderall, just on just on plant things, plant matter, holistic. It's a medicine. I'm prescribed it by the state of Massachusetts, the Commonwealth. Actually, it's the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, you know, because it's just this, all the wealth here, common. It's, you know, it's in the commons and it's, uh, you know, we all got it. So just kidding. Huge disparity between the one percent and the ninety nine. Should you know that the one percent owns um thirty percent of all the wealth? Something like that. There's a stat like that I learned that's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. You're in college, Fred. 
So you hear that all the time in your classes, in your scholastics. Am I rambling? How fucking long have I been talking? Almost seven minutes. So this is kind of an outro and to tell you and recap and be able to document um, my day with Marissa on the ride here. So that was fucking cool. It was a cool day. Um, I've done so much this week. Holy baloney. Jerry Springer, that, this podcast, Fred's Five, about Jerry Springer. Wow, a lot about Jerry Springer, huh? This week, you know, this week doesn't feel dominated by Jerry Springer, but it is. It really is, as far as content's concerned. You don't know what's going on with the real me. Just kidding. Nothing else. I have a photo class, the one I've talked about before that I really like. And I've been doing my film prints for that. And this one doesn't suck because I know what I fucked up on the last times. I took my time. Um, I hurried up. <laughs> what song is that? Fuck. You took the time. Hurried up. The choice was mine. I didn't think enough. Adam song. Blink-182. Jesus. I see that? Dude, that's lightning. I'm not, I don't have anything written down. No song plan. No, like, how could I even segue that and, and do that? How could I even do that? You know that's extemporaneous, which is a great word. And I'm going to sign off on that. All right. I love you. I hope you listened to this far in the podcast because I think this was a great podcast personally. Even though it was broken up into three parts, it might suck when I amalgamate them and make them an amalgamation. I don't know if, that, if that's a verb. But anyway, so fuck, I wanted to end on a good word like extemporaneous and then I might have fucked up amalgamation. So fuck, fuck me. That's typical me trying too hard and talking too much. All right. But I hope you listen to this fucking podcast the whole way because it was cool. It was a cool time. Diversity. You know, a lot going on in my life right now. And I love it. And I love you. Thanks for listening. Here's Miles Davis. Hit him.